If you have your Bibles, go to John chapter 1, the Gospel of John chapter 1. I'm going to read just a, a portion of John chapter 1, the beginning uh, section. It says, In the beginning the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything, everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot never extinguish it. God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was come into the world. He came into the very world he created. But the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become the children of God. They are re reborn not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. So the word, of, word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and his faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. John testified about him when he shouted to the crowds, This is the one I was talking about when I said, Someone is coming after me who is far greater than I am. For he existed long before me. From his abundance we have all received one gracious blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Christ Jesus. No one has ever seen God, but the unique one, who is himself God, is near to the Father's heart. He has revealed God to us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for this upcoming year. God, we just ask that you would guide us, that you would lead us. Lord, that you would mentor us. But Lord, most of all, that you would disciple us. God, that you would let us walk in your footsteps. Lord, that we could teach what you taught. Lord, that we could live what you lived. And, Lord, that we could say and do the things that you did. Lord, help us today to overcome all adversity in our life. And let us walk into 2017 with no reservations, God, but fully leaning into you, looking to the perfection that you're leading us on. In Jesus' name, amen. I love it that John, the disciple, the beloved disciple, he uh, said about himself in the Gospel of John, he said, this is the disciple whom Jesus loves. And one thing we have to determine about ourselves is that God loves us. Amen? Not on the condition of what we are able to do ourselves or overcome ourselves, but what he has done in us. You see, the point where John wrote that down and said that this is the disciple writing this that Jesus loved, he knew Jesus loved him because he lived... Uh, with him and around him and walked in his footsteps and listened to Jesus teach. He was in the boat when the waves were crashing over and he saw all the miracles that Jesus did and he, he truly become a disciple of Jesus. And when you become a disciple of Jesus, you're no longer just an uh, innocent bystander that's just watching Jesus go by, but you're actually uh, progressively following him. Amen? That you are loved by him because he loves those that he chastens. 
And if you walk around with Jesus very long, I'll tell you right now, He will chasten you. Amen. He will talk to you and say, this is wrong in your life. You're doing this right, but you can do this better. He will make us better people. Amen. Amen. He can take good men and make them better people. The best among us need God. So as we say this, John recognized that. But going into this new year, I was thinking about the Word and how that we need to begin everything in our life. It needs to be based off the Word of God. That we need to go at it to say that God's word is truth. That his word is what sets me free. That his word is a light unto my path. And, 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 and you know that he, he, his word speaks to me. It's a reality to me. So as I say this, I've been praying for several weeks now trying to, to get a glimpse of what God would want. And, and I truly believe that God won't give us the exact picture of our future. He won't give it us the whole picture, the vision in its entirety. But he'll speak to us in certain portions of it. So as I begin to think about that, that God wants to speak to us for 2017 as Bethesda, I believe that He sets us on this mission, and it's the mission 1%. He wants us to give 1% more. Not money. Not time. I'm talking about every aspect of your life. If you will just do little things, I'm telling you that God will reach you and meet you where you're at. The little steps that we take will bring big results in the end. And I believe, I truly believe this, that Christianity, some people has made it so convoluted or so hard or so uh, restrictive that the people think, I can never obtain that. Amen? People in society think, I cannot be a Christian because I'll be a hypocrite. But I can tell you right now that every Christian that's living is a hypocrite. That's reality. We're all hypocrites. We all say we want to do good, but even the Apostle Paul says in Romans that I, I want to do good, but I don't do it. And that's us. Amen. We want to do good. We strive for perfection. We strive for excellence, and we walk towards God and lean into God, but there's still times in our life that we fail Him. Every person in this room, I can say without a doubt in my mind, has failed God in 2016. That we've, we've done things that he, he would have asked us to do something different. Yeah. And maybe we didn't do some things that he told us to do. Amen? There's sin of omission. So as we look at this, we need to think that there's small steps that we need to take. So don't make this thing so big that you can't accomplish it. And the 1% mission is this. It's saying that this year God can change some big things in your life if you will take care of the small things. I think it's in... Uh, it's either in uh, Song of Songs or in Ecclesiastes, one or the other. It says that the little, uh, that the fox spools the vines. The little fox spools the vines. And that, that's saying that there's little things in your life that will pollute your life. You can take just one drop of acid and put it on something and it'll corrode things all the way around it for a, a reaching distance because it's just one little thing can cause a cascading event that just goes on and on and on kind of like dominoes and there's little things that happen in our life that God's telling us line these little things out and then the big things will come together so as I say that the mission 1% is about doing small steps in your ability and watch and see where God meets you 
I assure you, if you will go to God and say, show me some small steps I need to take in my faith. Give me some small things that I need to do. Set some goals. Plan some things out. I love what Sister Jennifer wrote there every day and saying that, you know, that 100% of the goals that's never written down or, or thought about, or, or they'll all be reached. Every goal you've never made has always been reached. You've batted 100% on that. If you don't set a goal, you won't do anything. So as we're saying that today, I want us to see that God wants us, amen, to take small steps and lean into the direction towards Him, amen, and feel the things that God makes up the difference. Because I'm telling you, if you'll give 1%, He'll give the other 99. He will meet you where you're at. He will reach you where you're at. He knows where you're at. So as we're saying these small things, and wait, the next slide, Leslie, if you'll put that up. The picture, the next picture. As I begin to think about the Word and what the Word means, the Bible says that the Word of God is, is powerful, that it's sharper than any two-edged sword, that it pierces asunder, that it goes all the way to the bone and to the marrow, that, that the Word of God is active, it's refreshing, it's renewing. And that picture, I believe, really, uh, uh, a picture's worth a thousand words, so I think that picture alone will speak to us and say that the Word of God is powerful. Won't you tell your neighbor, say, the Word of God will change you. <laughs> Amen? I believe it really will. So as we look at His Word and dig into His Word and, and, and seek to understand God's Word, not just the way we understand it. We, a lot of people go and read the Bible, and they read it with the perspective of thinking it, saying what they've always thought it said. And I really believe if we want to know the truth about Scripture, we've got to put it in its historical context. Amen. We gotta we gotta dig into God's word and find out why, who he's talking to. Because if you take a word out of context, you can make up any doctrine you wish. And it's important to have doctrine. It's important to have these the theology and the study of God. We need it. And as a as a church, I believe that if we're on this mission of one percent, that we're saying, God, I want to study more. How many will say, I need to study more? Amen. I need to lean into God. I need to study His Word because His Word is, is bread. It's the bread of life, and it gives, it gives strength to us. Amen. When you, when you look at God's Word and his, his words become reality and they jump off the page and leap into your heart and causes your actions to change, I believe it's possible in doing that. Amen. That's why He said in, in the verse we read that in the beginning was the Word. And as I think about a new year, 2017, it's a clean slate. It's a fresh new start that we're going to go at a whole new year. In the beginning was the Word. And what if we started every action or every day of our life or every moment of our life with the thought thinking that God's Word is first? His precepts, they're line upon line. His thoughts towards us and everything that He thinks towards us. What if we put that first? How much different would we be? And I believe just that one thing is could be the 1% in your life. Because if you will apply the Word of God, James says it very clearly, that faith without works is dead. We can have all the faith and belief that we want. But if we never do anything with it or get our, our faith off the shelf and put it in our boots and say, I want to walk this out, 
Or if we never get the faith out of the book and put it in our hands and go actually do something to help the, the widow or the orphan. or That's pure and undefiled religion. I don't want religion other than that. Amen. I want to help those that, that, are, that are down and out, that are cast down. And our society is full of it. Lewis County has some desperate people that desire God, that, that are wishing God would do something in their life. They don't know how to reach Him. They don't know how to get to Him. They may listen to sermons all their life. But this is a step that they can take. Do we make the gospel we preach simple enough that man can obtain it? That we can take a step towards God and say, God, I'm a sinner, and I need your grace, I need your mercy, and I need you in my life. And we can go to Romans 10. It's the easy chapter, you know, the, to tell them to Romans 10, 9, 10, 11, and, and let them read it and just say, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, we all shall be saved. Amen. That we trust God for our salvation, not our works, lest we would boast about it. We can't have a works-based salvation, but our salvation should produce works. There should be fruit. Amen? John the Baptist said, I'm not going to baptize people unless there's fruit under repentance. I want to I see that there's a change happening in their heart. Amen? John the Baptist said that. There should be a fruit in our life where he's reaching us. How simple is your faith? How simple is it? And I really believe, I've studied a lot and I've done a lot of digging in God's Word. And there's some areas that you can get into that you can just, you can go on and on and on. And Brother West is here. And you can study until it makes your brain hurt. That's the depth of God. My grandmother told me one time, that it was right before she passed away, she said, I just want to know the truth. I want to know the truth. She'd been around church her whole life. She'd studied thousands of books. She knew more about the Bible than probably anybody I know. And she said, I want to know the truth. The Bible says to know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. That should be what we're after. Is the freedom of God. That he sets the captive free. And that's a reality that we can get to. So as we're thinking about this mission of 1%, mission 1%, one small step for man, but it's one giant leap towards God. What if one little step that you would take and put into place and put into action step in 2017 would cause a domino effect that would tear down all the burdens of the rest of the 364 days in 2017? What if you could take one small step and let it domino effect and cause the whole year of 2017 to be a different outcome than what it would have been if you didn't take that step? The Word of God is the 1%. But there's other things we can do. And some Bible says that, and Jesus taught that, that some things come about by prayer and fasting. 
And as Bethesda, we're going on a 21-day fast. We're going to go on the Daniel fast. And, and some of the teenagers, they don't want to give up their food, so they're going, to, they're going to give up something different. Some of them talked about maybe giving up Facebook or giving up different things that they're going to give up for 21 days, that they're going to set something that they're addicted to or, or takes up too much of their time. They're going to set it aside and go towards God. I don't know what you need to give up, but I believe that as a church, if we do this corporately for 21 days, I'm, I'm literally going to do the Daniel fast. I'm not going to eat any meat or I'm not going to do any of those things. I'm going to, I'm going to go at it the best I can. I'm going to drink water, and that's hard for me. I drink one water every night. I usually drink pop all day. I drink a coffee to get me started in the morning. I've got this routine I'm doing, and, and to give up that routine. How many loves coffee? I love coffee. Amen. Coffee gets me going in the morning. I'm not going to drink coffee for 21 days, so I'm probably going to be grouchy in the morning. I'm going to have to go to Sandy, my secretary, and say, please just bear with me because I'm going to be grumpy in the morning. I didn't have my coffee. I can't drink my coffee. But it's one small step that I can take to say, God, I want this year to be different. It's been years since I went on a Daniel's fast, but I believe these small steps can make big differences. And I know one thing. I want 2017 to be a whole lot different than what 2016 was. And the meaning of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different outcome. I want a different outcome, don't you? I would like to walk out of 2017 with victory in my heart. Amen. That I know that God has done some great things that year. I'm asking you today, do some small things. Take some small steps. Lean into God. Let Him challenge you. Get you some goals. Get you a vision. Without vision, the people perish. So today, I'm asking you for small steps. Little things moving in a direction towards God. He's going to change us. He's going to rearrange us. We're going to do some different things. There's other things. We're doing our our Wednesday night Bible study that we're coming on with 16 weeks we're going to go through the I believe and, and going to dig into God's word so if you if you don't know how to study the word of God or maybe you're fresh to, to just coming to church and you're thinking I don't know how to study on my own the I believe series on Wednesday nights at 630 I'm telling you, you you're going to learn some things you're going to learn how to how to study the word of God and it's, it's an interactive thing it's not going to be me putting it to you it's at both campuses so there will be somebody at Vanceburg campus and there will be somebody here every week for 16 weeks on Wednesday nights digging in God's word challenging us that's a small step in the right direction towards God the Bible says study to show yourself approved unto God a workman that needs not be ashamed amen we need to study the word of God other things we're going to do we're going to begin going to the jail and ministering to some people down at the jail. I talked to the, uh, our jailer there the day, Jeff Lykins, and, and he's welcomed. He said there's other uh, churches currently going to the jail and ministering to the people at the jail, but we're going to go down and uh, we're going to look at, at uh, taking the gospel to people that are unreached. Amen? We need to do these small steps to make big differences. Won't you stand with me? Leslie, if you'll come play. I'm grateful that we're going to have a baptism service here in just a moment when we go downstairs.
my brother, who's on the back row, came to my house a few days ago and accepted Jesus into his heart. Amen. He uh, desired that God would transform his life. And that's a, a very good thing. Amen. He's got a better church attendance than probably just about anybody in this room. Other than Wes. Wes is pretty well always got to be there. Uh, he's, he's just about always there and has been. I've, we came to pastor at Bethesda in uh, the fall of 2010, and he's been at 90% of the services. But God knows what he's doing. And one small step can make a big difference. And I believe it isn't just saying that we believe God or trust God or ask him to come into our heart. The first thing that he told the disciples to do when he told them to go out at the end of Jesus' ministry, he said, go and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. He said, go and baptize them. And you can read all the way through the book of Acts and you'll see all over the place that, that there, there's people that's being baptized in water because it's a commandment of Jesus. It's important. And the first step of discipleship, if you've never been baptized, I would urge you, you need to get baptized. It was awesome this year getting uh, our brother Greg Hall that's went for years and he tried to find and tried to find and looking for somebody that would baptize him without signing a church book and <laughs> doing all these things. And, and I said, look, if you want to get baptized, we'll baptize you. You don't have to sign a church book to get, amen? I don't want to be so binding like that. I, God's a lot more gracious than we are. Won't you bow your heads with me if you will? Father, I thank you, Lord, that your word is true. Lord, I pray that these words that were spoken, Lord, that they've spoken to hearts in this room. And God, every person in this room, they're individuals, God. There's nobody in here that's identical. Lord, some of them has been dealing with some things in 2016 that that it just seemed like they couldn't overcome. Lord, there's others in this room that overcome battles that they'd been fighting for years in 2016. And Lord, you transformed their lives. There was transformation. God, there's people here that's hurting tonight. And there's people here with joy in their heart tonight. Lord, there's a diversity that you know better than any of us. But God, I know one thing for sure is that none of us has obtained a holiness that we can't grow any farther. But God, everybody here can take another step. So Holy Spirit, I'm asking you right now, Lord, as we bring in this new year, Lord, that you, you would just speak to them some goals. Lord, that you would give them some plans that you would give them some small steps to be taking at the beginning of this year. And Lord, that you would give them the courage to step out and take that step of faith. Holy Spirit, just speak to the people in this room. Give them clear direction. 
let everyone in this room know what their step is to take. Lord, that they wouldn't have to try to know what their neighbor's thinking. What's my dad going to do? What's my mom going to do? What's my sister going to do? Lord, that we wouldn't try to be anybody else's salvation. But Lord, we would look to you for our own personal salvation. Draw us closer to you this year. Speak to the hearts in this room. Everybody here, just bow your head and close your eyes. I just want to ask you, how many here will raise their hand and say, Pastor Ben, I feel like the, the Lord is speaking to me and He's given me some things to do. And I'm going to act on them. I'm going to walk out what Jesus is to, He's asking me to do. Is there anybody here who raise your hand and say, there's things in my life that need to change. And I'm ready to, I'm ready to walk in it. The newness of life. Amen. Amen. You can put your hands down. Father, I thank you for all those hands. Lord, I thank you that the Holy Spirit has spoken to us in this place. Lord, we're grateful for the joy of salvation. Lord, be with us this evening. Lord, as we're going and partaking of food, Lord, I pray a blessing over the food. Lord, that you would bless it. Let it nourish our bodies. Lord, as we play games and do all the things that we do this evening leading up to the new year, let everything be blessed. Jesus, Thank you for all you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.